We're going to hit the record button on this fine Saturday. We are a day away from the NFL football season. I can't wait, Stone. Exciting stuff. Like I said, I'm glad that we're recording today because mm-hmm. football tomorrow. I, Alex, I'm going to have to cave in mm-hmm. and buy freaking what's it called. I don't want to, but I'm going to. NFL Sunday ticket. I'm going to have to. Do it, man. Another $150 down the drain. <laughs> Got to find a job soon. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you're like, huh? You're like, you're good. No, I was like, I don't know why you said that. Yeah, speaking of which, I do need to start looking. But I just don't want to. That's the thing. Yeah, I get you. I told my mom that. She's like, then don't. <laughs> then don't. Then don't. Just call an employment if you want. Or just. Continue to do what you do. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> the book's almost coming along, done too. It's like, I do like to get that done. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be wild if it just took off? I wouldn't. That's the hope, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just took off? I mean, I don't know. I think it has potential. It's a, uh, I watched a brand, like a brand, Sanderson Joe Abercrombie, uh, like live stream. Mm-hmm. on Thursday and like I had a conversation with my friend about it and like for some odd reason like in the space that we do everything everyone's trying to look at it as competition with one another when it's not about that you know mm-hmm. it's about um, like you're competing we're not competing with the other with, with each other you're competing with someone's attention yeah, you're competing for the same resource, but you're not necessarily, like, it's not a zero-sum game, you know, you can both succeed. Yeah, yeah. There's a path of success that doesn't put anyone down and also see everyone grow at the same time. Because it's like, what they were saying is that you, like Sanderson, because like his books are like a thousand pages long, he said what really benefits is that, like, if you read one Stormlight book and then you go read a Joe Abercrombie book, and let's go, you say you go read Will of Time or something, like, you're keeping the genre fresh. And we all win together. Mm-hmm. Because you take that break and it's like, oh, well, they do this and it's kind of like that and it's different here. That yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. And I think that's what happened, like, when you just read some of these series constantly. It's just like, oh my God, can I be, we could literally be reading something else. Mm-hmm. Like something else in the genre, and then I think that could be translating to like video games too, in a way too, because like there for a while, like even now, it just feels like everything has been saturated with RPG stuff. Yeah. So it's like, well, a game like Sea of Stars comes out, so let me go play that. You know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or um, hell, you have your sports games. Madden Two uh, K just came out yesterday, and I know people are going to be playing that. And like, I don't know. It's just pretty cool. <laughs> uh, 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 man, oh man. <laughs> Welcome to Neighborhood Gaming Podcast, episode 203? 202? 203, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. <laughs> On your podcast, MC Perry. Today I have Stone. <laughs> we out here. We out here. Stone's got a busy day too. Don't let this man lie to you. <laughs> Road Todd Road. If you well, if you're not familiar with do things here, every game we look at video games or it might be input to the game community, talk that shit along the way and occasionally walk it back. We don't have to walk anything back in a few 
weeks. Yeah. Because <laughs> we do our research. <laughs> we speak about topics we know things about. <laughs> generally speaking. Generally speaking. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, how's Starfield going? It's pretty good. I've been doing, like, playing around with, like, outposts and stuff like that. Because I like the settlement building from Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've been playing with that, too. And haven't really progressed the main story as much as I probably should. I might try to dive back into that this afternoon. I don't know. You just don't... Do you not really care about it, though? Mm -hmm. Do you not really care about the main story? I'm just curious. I think the main story is interesting and everything. I just think that the game is so huge. There's just so much to do, you know? Yeah. It gets kind of overwhelming, so you just kind of have to pick one thing and just focus on it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I did see an article. I didn't put it on here, but Kotaku said, like, it's okay that's... Starfield isn't the next big thing. Do you feel that way? I feel like that, yeah. I feel like it's just the, it's just the next good game. But it's not like the next huge like game-shattering, earth-shattering fucking revelation or anything. Yeah. Do you think Bethesda will ever do that then? Again? I think anybody could. You okay. know, it's just about finding the right stuff coming out at the right moment, you know? Like, uh, the developing the right kind of game at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Elder Scrolls Six could probably do it, you know? Who yeah. Knows, right? Uh, it could be, it could be anything, really. Yeah. Hell, it could be uh, Black Myth Wukong. Maybe that'll just fucking shatter the gaming industry. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I just mean like for Bethesda, because it's like, well, you just gave us Fallout in space instead of like what you were hoping it to be, you know? Yeah, I really wanted it to be like a full-on like space exploration sim. I really, I was, I really liked survival games too, and the game atmosphere kind of lends itself to like a survival aspect, because the aesthetic is NASA punk, right? So it's all like grounded and like knobs and widgets and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It, it feels like you're piloting like an like a real spaceship, you know? Because mm-hmm. the consoles look like they would come straight off a fucking shuttle, you know, mm-hmm. that we use today. Um, so I don't know. I'm just kind of expecting something more gritty, mm-hmm. I guess. And it's just more, you know, fun science fantasy stuff. So there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just you know different it's, tastes. Well, I said different tastes. Like yeah, I it I, I I think of it as like I was expecting Coke, but I got a Pepsi. It's not that I hate Pepsi. I just really like Coke, and I was expecting Coke, and then I got Pepsi. So it's mm. too bad. I did see something like uh, Jacob was telling me last night because you talk about how you could never fly to the planet. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Apparently, there's you can fly to Pluto, Pluto, but it's so shallow that it just goes straight through or something like that. Yeah, well, um, the planets are in the skybox, right? So, like, you can actually, like, there's just astronomical amounts of distance between the things. You can fly there. You're just, your ship's just slow as fuck. Um, so when you fly there, when you fly to the planet, like you can't actually touch it or anything. It's just like a texture that you can kind of float around or whatever, but you, you can get close to a planet or fly between planets in a system. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not like, it seems like it's a skybox, like just a box, like a, you're just in a cube of space, but you're not like, I don't know. Eventually you'll get there. It's just slow as fuck. And yeah. not really worth it. Yeah. 
you can't really do anything with it. Hmm. But it's like it's like the same thing with like landing on a planet, right? You can't actually walk around a planet. Like people have done this, you you can't. Whenever you land on a planet, it generates a map based off of the seed, which is the coordinates you landed on, basically. Uh, and then that map is however many kilometers by however many kilometers, and once you get to the edge, you, you stop. Okay. Cool. And, hmm. you know, all the distance in between is pretty barren. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even worry about it then. Like I said, I still haven't played it. The game's downloaded. I just, like I said, been working on them getting this book ready to go. So... It's a fun game. It's just, you gotta know what you're getting into. And you gotta, you know, I don't think you have to want to play it. I think you, you know, if you enjoy RPGs, like Western-style RPGs, if you uh, enjoy playing a character, role-playing, you mm-hmm. know, uh, if, you know, there's still exploration aspects. It's just not as fleshed out as I had wanted it to be, mm-hmm. you know? And it's all about, it's really about being on foot and traveling around. It's really not about the spaceship is the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the rub. With a lot of people. Yeah. And it, it's not a problem. Like, it's just... I don't know. Yeah, like, apparently, like, it's so divided right now with this game. Yeah. It's a fine game. Like, it's it's definitely an 8 out of 10, I think. You know, it's it's a solid game. Mm-hmm. You know? And honestly, like, there's... Like, there's, you see a few bugs here and there. But it's not as buggy as other games I've seen come out of Bethesda Studios. Yeah. Uh, I did see, I don't, I don't know if you find a follow along up Pierce or whatnot, but apparently people are like trying to get her fired from Santa Monica. That's fucking asinine. I, well, I didn't know who it was, but I had heard that a developer was playing Starfield and like publicly showing like, hey, I'm playing Starfield. Yeah. Um, game devs are people and they make games because yeah. they love games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck all the way off. Yeah, trying try to get her fired because you're playing Starfield. Like, wait, what? Like, not even kind of. Like, do not pass go. <laughs> do not collect $200. Fuck all the way off. Fuck all the way off, dude. Don't even play Monopoly Go at this point. <laughs> no, it's it's so stupid. Like, what do you mean that you, you if you work for a competing studio you can't play another game? Like who give what? Hey, actually, I read the uh, significant zero. Walt Williams, he's a, actually a game writer. He worked for oh gosh, who made who made Mass Effect? Uh, Bioware. Bioware. Yep. No, what's that other game? Who made Bioshock? Who made Bioshock? Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. Let's look it up. Yeah, I'm talk to talk about it, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Chrome. Fuck off. I don't care. Yeah, mine did that, too, when I started it up. <laughs> I'm going to switch to Firefox. <laughs> you going to switch to Firefox? I'm switch to Firefox. Uh, it was 2K. That's what 2K. Okay, yeah, 2K made that. Yeah. So, uh, apparently, he talked about how he, they would send him out to other places to, like, test their games and things like that. And he would go, like, so, when do you think the game's coming out? And they were like, he said, maybe it's, like, six months. And, like, he said, the game didn't come out for, like, another two years. That kind of stuff. But, like, they send other people to play games. They oh, test yeah. them out. Like, people work together. Like we're saying, work together to make better games. <laughs> uh, but, it's just wild to me that any 
why would you think that somebody on their own personal time can't do whatever the hell they want to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so stupid. I fucking hate that shit. Leave people alone. Just leave people alone. I mean, are we going to fire, get Phil Spencer fired for playing the Switch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> playing God of War? Yeah, right. I think he was playing God of War whenever it came out, right? Like, yeah. we talked about it. Yeah. Because it's a big, huge game. It's a cultural moment. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you want to play? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, I don't even play because I just like God of War. All right. <laughs> no, that's that's wild. Fucking dumb. Yep, yep, yep. Um, like I said, I haven't played it yet. And that's just all. Cause like I said, I've been writing. It is downloaded. Um, what I think I'm gonna wait till I get the story done, and then I'll start playing. I think what it is now, Sam, when it comes with the story. Is that I am so done with it. Like, I can feel that's why I'm not, like, pushing super hard. Because, like, I'm... I can see that the the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, cool. You, can, you gotta keep that steam going. Yeah, you gotta keep it going all the way to the end. Which I am. But it's just like... We have our friend. Uh, she, like, talking about, like, book two and book three and book four. It's like, when I'm, do- when I'm done with this, I'm going to a different world. I have to. I gotta take a break. Yep. You guys, because I gotta stay fresh. Because like people like to stay in the same world for so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just can't do that. That's not me. I gotta go to somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you write a campaign and we run a we run a one shot or something. Something different. Yeah. Like yeah, I gotta go to a different world. <laughs> That's what I was like, you know, we can we can make it happen. Yeah, for real. Um, let's see. No Zelda Tears of the Kingdom DLC. How do you like? It's okay. I mean, they, they said that they're done. So. Yeah. Food 30 time, guys. We'll be right back. We are back. <laughs> nice little lunch. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Get a fuel for the shit talking, you know. Shit talking. Well, like somebody said, with Zelda, the Tears of the Kingdom is not getting from DLC. They're done. <clears throat> they said that they are exhausted. Everything in that world. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, there was a quote from uh, A.G. Uh, Alnoma. Uh, said that he uh, they've explored everything in that world and done everything fun that they wanted to do basically that's like see ya <laughs> yeah the, the exact quote is there are no plans to release any additional content at this time but that's because I feel like we've done everything we can to create fun in that world so they're out and I, I feel like that's a good place to be, you know? It's like, that that's where you'd want to stop if you're a creator, I think. it's You, you don't want it to overstay its welcome. You don't want to, you know... There's there's a thousand ways to ruin something, and there's not very many ways to improve on stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, it's a good idea to just kind of take it slow. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I think the, the crafting mechanics, the fact that there's tund- dungeons temples there's caves there's um you can go to the skies you can go to the underground and fuck off to some of these people that that they need to retcon the story in freaking zelda uh tears of the kingdom because like Mm -hmm. the story makes so much sense like these are coming to people from the people that are calling themselves so hardcore zelda fans but can't get behind the notion that is the story of tears of the kingdom you know Mm-hmm. it's just fucking ridiculous you know like you don't like you come up with something better than you know yeah <clears throat> like I enjoyed the storyline and the, I enjoyed it's like yo well the exploration is what 
everything, the exploration and everything else is, it takes away from the story. I'm like, wait, what? The story's fucking there, you know? Yeah, it's there. <laughs> like, I don't know, people are crazy. Yeah, but it's like, well, Zelda went back in time and she became, like, spoiler, but this game's been out for a few months. Well, like, Zelda went back in time, she became a dragon in order to heal the Master Sword. Yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> and then she waited a hundred <clears throat> years until she caught, was able to catch up to Link's timeline so that he could pull the sword out to right. face Ganondorf. The story was beautiful. Like, the ending of that is, like, it's going to be so tough to, like... That's what I'm saying, like, Final Fantasy sixteen can't even compete to that, you know? Yep. At the end, so... I don't know. I'm just going off as a Zelda fan right now. <laughs> I, I agree. I <laughs> but these are content creators and shit like that that say things like this. And I'm like, you realize that you have no idea what you're talking about? <laughs> like, do you like the game or no? You know? Like, oh, it could have been better. The game is up for game of the year. How much better can it be? You know? Even more better. <laughs> Fucking trash, man. I can't stand it. Can't satisfy anybody these days, you know? Nope. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Side <laughs> out. We're over here telling people to upgrade their PCs to play Star. <laughs> Fucking get good RL. <laughs> no, I, I I saw the that that clip of the interview, yeah. and uh, that's an example of ask stupid questions, get stupid answers. Was it? Oh, very much so. Um. So what it was is the interviewer, out the gate, like as soon as they get started with their whole bit, right? Yeah. The very first fucking question the dude asks (laughs) is, why didn't you optimize this game for PC? We did. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. He said, we did. Phil Spencer laughed, and then Todd was like, if you're having trouble, maybe you need to upgrade your PC. Yeah. That was what he said. And I think that is just... Ask stupid questions, get stupid answers. <laughs> 100%. But it's true, though. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. I just like, y'all fucking, y'all people are crazy. Yeah, because Jacob, he's got a, like a $4,000 computer coming in. I think it's the 4080 or 4090 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he said the new specs come out again like later on this year or something. Yeah. And he's like, well, he said, well, I could upgrade it again if I wanted to, but it's not going to be worth it. <laughs> well, I'm hearing that it's plays well on PC though. Yeah, I I think it's just that there have been people that have problems with it because it's a it's a brand new game that just come out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a Bethesda RPG, so it's a very large scale game, yeah. right? So you know, some people, some PCs are having trouble stand, you know, running it, but I mean. As long as you're within the recommended specs, I mean that's what they optimize for. Yeah, like that's what they do during development is optimize games for those particular like levels of you know hardware and capability. And then after that, you know it's you know you, you can't optimize for every single build in a PC. There's just too much variety, too many variables. Mm-hmm. So you you optimize for a handful of configurations and call it good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to play That's it. every PC game. Yeah, I can't wait to play it on my PC. When will I? 
That's another question. Because it's like, Boulder's Gate. <laughs> that's a game. Yeah, that's a game and a half. That's a game and a half. PC, like, there's like, Cyberpunk, around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, around the corner. <laughs> it's all going to be... Too- so I think I saw something on uh, GameSpot. It says like, "Are too many games a bad thing?" I don't think so. It, I, I think more competition is never gonna be the bad thing, right? Whenever companies are competing for you and for your attention and your wallet, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, what that does is that drives innovation, uh, that drives, you know, the desire to succeed and do well. Uh, it, I think it also makes it to where the uh, consumer is considered more and has more power, basically, in a more competitive market. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it's you know going to, generally speaking, be a good thing to uh, have more people making games, more good games coming out and being available, you know? Mm-hmm. And some of these games being on Game Pass, too, kind of help you free up your space. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Starfield is currently doing well on Steam. I think I saw that the numbers are doing crazy. Yeah, I think it's uh, got a uh, very positive uh, review, right, on Steam? Is yeah. That right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's been doing well there. It's had a pretty high concurrent uh, player count, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just people are playing it and they're loving it, so. I wonder if it's going to be up for Game of the Year, though. I think it might be a contender. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so the next one is the SAG AFTRA to vote on potential strike for video game actors. Video game actors, too, huh? Yeah, might as well. Why wouldn't they not be a part of it? Well, that is a thing. Um, I, I think... Movies and TV shows, I mean, I, I don't know uh, the ins and outs of their contracts or how everything works in that industry or anything, mm-hmm. but, you know, basically, uh, the the SAG, a, a, uh, what is it, A-R-F-T? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Writers Guild is striking so that they can get basically like some residual income off of uh, TV shows and stuff getting streamed indefinitely forever, right? Yeah, streamed and um, be able to, yeah. Yeah. So that way they can, you know, continue to make a living, basically. They've, uh, due to the streaming model and how it works, they've basically been, like, cutting writers in the writer's room yeah. um, for production on um, shows for streaming. So that way, that what it uh, it saves the uh, production company money by having them just come in, do one set of rights, and then fire the crew, and then they leave, right? Mm-hmm. Then they go get another crew whenever they need somebody. Yeah. Well, I do. Uh, I don't know if some of these stories. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Not in favor of them whatsoever. I'm just like trying to be a devil's advocate. Like I don't know if some of these stories really need like four writers writing the story. Yeah. I mean, I think you want to have a couple different people working on it for sure. Yeah. Because I, I think you need different people having different ideas about the project. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, I mean, you know, sure, one person can probably just come up with all the best ideas, and then that would be great. But I think in the real world, you have, you know, multiple people working on a project, and they each come up with different ideas that make the show better or make the thing better. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I, you know, it it's the writers' guild is what's uh, striking right now, but the uh, actors' guilds are Supporting. like striking in solidarity, basically. Yeah. Because they already have what they want, right? They're getting residuals on shows. Mm-hmm. And then the Writers Guild is basically just like, well, we want that part of the pie too, you know? And the fact that they're working together. It's cool. Yeah. And like I say, I don't know exactly what the process is for uh, video game writers and like how that is different. Um, whether they're like contracted out or they have, you know... Uh, in-house people do it and that sort of thing or how how that works but um, you know you need to pay your writers because if you don't pay your writers then you won't have content you won't at all and like I agree with that it was just like a devil's advocate I would not Mm -hmm. in favor of that whatsoever because like I think that would be Hollywood's argument it's like well we don't need all you to be able to write this that kind of stuff but then again it's like well what do you do about the Russo brothers or the Duffer brothers you know like the brothers that have made this shit good for a while, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But it's... It's interesting. And like I said, I like the strike right now, bro. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, there's no way around it. I'm in full support of this shit. I mean, they're making a big fucking deal about it. And everybody's coming out to support them. They've had a lot of people doing, like, events and stuff. Like, Matt Mercer went out and did, like, a live, like role play thing for the people on the strike like out there on the sidewalk and stuff. really yeah <clears throat> and I'm like oh that's really cool you know and, and doing stuff like that events and like making sure that people are taken care of so that they can you know get paid you know take care of their families and their homes and uh, making sure that they can stay with a you know a good morale while they do it yeah like that's important yeah or they would just cave in Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep, yep, yep. I don't think the two sides have met again, but they're going to have to. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, well that's going to be, a, like, another developing story, and we'll keep you guys up to date with it. So, Stray's getting a movie. I mean, I'm here for it. What? I'm here for it. I want to see a cat movie. Okay. I, it, I mean, it... I didn't play Stray or anything, but from what I understand of Stray, it, it seems like a kind of linear, like, story-driven experience, right? Yeah, you can do cat shit. You do cat shit, but, like, in a linear storytelling, like, way, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, those kind of things, I think, would lend themselves to movies, basically. It's kind of like the Ratchet & Clank movie. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? I didn't. I didn't really uh, care for it whenever I saw it, honestly. Uh, but that that's me as, like, a... A fan of Ratchet and Clank is like, ah, you know, I have my, yeah. I have my gripes about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just the, it was just the game. No, it was. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a movie about the game that was a remake of the original game. Yeah, and the, it's like the worst game of telephone, and that was my problem with the Ratchet and Clank movie. Yeah. Is that it was the worst game of telephone. <laughs> yeah, it was like, that was telephone, that was phoned in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's just, um, like, the game, the game of telephone where you, 
you keep losing aspects of the story as you tell it over and over again. Yeah. Because things keep changing because people have, you know, heard it different or said something different. Yeah, word of mouth kind of thing. Yeah. And, yep, I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Alone in the Dark Delayed, because there's too many games coming out in October. <laughs> At least they came out and said it. THQ Nordic. I, I, listen, anytime somebody says we're delaying it for polish... That's code for we got too much competition in the month we wanted to release it, so we're pushing it back. Yeah, horror games thrive on the area embrace of solitude, something that is impossible to achieve in a gaming month as busy as October. <laughs> to ensure a breathtaking experience for everyone, we have made the decision to move the release of Alone in the Dark to January 16th, 2024. You know, I, I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and... <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing to spread games out. I think it's nice because, you know, there used to be periods where there were just, like, dry spouts, you know? Like, where you would just be like, well, there's no fucking games coming out for the next, like, six months. What the fuck do I do? You know? Mm-hmm. Which was nice because then you could go back and, like, play old games or, like, get caught back up on games that you missed because there were too many coming out at the same time and, you know, that sort of thing. But I feel like... You know, with how many, how big the gaming industry is now, it's like, okay, well, there's going to be some competition. Yeah. So, pick your poison. Yep. They're like, okay, cool. I, I don't even think I've seen a preview of this game at all, though. Have you? Uh, for Alone in the Dark, no. Yeah. I don't really keep up with spooky games, though. Not my thing. Uh, I'll take a look at it. Spooky games, fighting games, not really my thing. Oh man. Yeah. Like games Sports games. games. Racing games. Hey, Motocross is uh Moto Crew Motocross is coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. The crew motocross? Yeah. Yeah. Huh, there's a demo for this game. I didn't realize that. It's a remake. Huh. Huh. So, um, I'm currently uh, playing Hardcore Classic while we're doing this podcast. Are you? I because, because I can multitask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I just got uh, invited to join a guild called WAP. WAP, WAP, WAP. No, no, no. WAP. Wet ass pussy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that might be. I don't know if I can put that as the title of this podcast because that'd be dope. Like, WAP. Like, wait, what? <laughs> just it maybe like WAP, WAP. <laughs> WAP. <laughs> Okay, so this is a remake of a game. Okay. There's a demo for this? Okay, cool. I might check this game out. It's up my alley. Yeah. Okay. Let's in see. like January. Yeah, in January. Yeah. <laughs> it will be up your alley. It will be up my alley in January. Um, Jedi Survivor gets another patch. Oh my fucking gosh, this game looks better. Well, I mean, I would hope so, right? There's plenty of games that come out and they have issues at launch you know games are so big now that you can't have like you can't look in every single corner and find like the weird niche cases where like things interact weird right? yeah yeah um but it, it's good to see that game you know they're continuing to improve quality and performance um and hopefully they continue to do so with things like starfield too you know i, I they've said as much too that they're going to continue to improve the game as it goes on um and that's just kind of the life cycle of games now. Yeah. Because you know? it used to be, right, like, what, 20 years ago, 
when you put out a game, you put it on a disc and you shipped it out and that was it. So you had to make damn sure it was ready to go. So, but with technology nowadays, we can like, oh, we can... Well, you can just patch it out. You can just patch that in. You can just make patches and patch things. Which is cool, though, when you think about it, though. It's cool, and I like the on-demand part of it where, like, you know, if you... If there's a lot of bugs, it gets reported online, and, you know, they can get fixed. And that's great. And then, you know, my problem is, like, it kind of sucks for people who, like, have subpar internet access uh because you know it would be nice if they could just put out a game and it'd be you know ready and be Mm -hmm. done uh but instead we get like this patching cycle where it's like oh okay well every like couple months you could put out a two gig update or whatever and then people who have like shitty internet uh have to wait forever to play the game again yeah apparently uh (laughs) You talk about internet structure. You could tell, like, I know how, like, you said the United States is inferior in oh, a yeah. lot of ways. Which is really sad because the U.S. basically invented the internet and our internet sucks. <laughs> because uh, I was watching a streamer talk about it. They were like, so are you coming to Thailand? Because, yeah, like, he got raided by a punk or God. And he said, like, are you getting, are you coming to Thailand? He's like, I don't know. He's like, but punk, you know what it's like over here. No, that hotel internet <laughs> with the ethernet cable yeah <laughs> it'd be wild it's, it's the best <laughs> it'd be like that and you're probably and Stone's like said like I wish we had that shit here you're right <laughs> like good ethernet he said yeah they'd be looking out for the streamers over here they'd be looking out for the content creators over here <laughs> that's what I got to right? <laughs> you know you know the states ain't mm-hmm. ugh yeah, I don't give a fuck. Uh, but Jack Survivor, I I don't know. I still am toying with this game. Mm-hmm. Still pisses me off so much. Have you Have you been playing it? Or yeah, I have yeah. been. Like I started it like Thursday because I was gonna. T- I think I was gonna talk to you about some stuff on Thursday, but you were already head in the bed. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, cool. Nothing bad, of course. Um, but. I was like, all right, I don't feel like writing because it's so late. And I had, like, the last two days, like you said, I've been practicing with the Saber Guild. What, Wednesday and, and Thursday, I was like, all right, I need a break or something. I can't write right now. So what happened was, I was like, all right, I'm going to play some I'm gonna play some Star Wars. Because they patched it out. Cool, I'll play it. Yeah, yeah. The area that I'm at right now has, been, has fr- frustrated me so bad. Really? That I had to go to bed. I said, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Because, and I talked to Jacob about it, he's like, no, that planet just sucks, bro. Like, the desert planet, just stupid. Because it's like, deals with a bunch of wind puzzles and all that bullshit. And then it's like, you get your new skill, and I was like, alright, cool, I'm going this way. And it's like, the more I start playing, it's like, why do I feel like I'm going the wrong way? And I am going the wrong way. It's like, why does this game not have a map? You know? <laughs> that And that holographic bullshit that they pulls Make up. maps great again. <laughs> exactly. Like, good God. Like, the whole hologram map. You know what I'm talking about for the first one? Yeah, yeah. That's still in here. I was like, I didn't understand that in the first game, you know? <laughs> like, okay, I understand you're trying to get the feel of Star Wars. How about you just make something simple? 
You know? Something easy to read and understand. Yeah. And then it's to the point, it's like, well, in the last game, you had to, like, walk all the way back to the ship. And this one, nope. I'm, 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 I'm cool. I'm just going to go straight to the meditation circle and fast travel back to the fucking ship. I'm not doing all that other bullshit, you know? Yeah. I'm like, huh? Don't give me the option to fast travel when I'm going to fast travel, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a nice thing about Starfield, too, that um, the game the game is really bad at telling you, Starfield is, about telling you, like, mechanics in the game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you can, like, fast travel to your ship when you look at it. Yeah. And uh, you can actually access its inventory if you're in the same area as the ship. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can, like, just shove shit into your ship's inventory if you want to. Yeah, that's... But anyway, I don't know. I was just like... You're... Made me think about it. <laughs> you're right, though. Like, shit's annoying. I don't know. How's your inventory going in Starfield? You know, it's... <clears throat> it's not bad. It could be better. Like, I, I see the rubs. Um, you know, the issues with it, it's like... Well, it, it feels like... It, it feels bad because it feels like Fallout 4 in space, right? Mm-hmm. And it feels like... Fallout 4 did inventory better. <laughs> Damn. Well, I know we think we're talking about Starfield a lot, but like when I was going through these topics... I mean, it's a new game. we got to talk about it, right? Not, not you. Like, so talk about your listeners, whoever's listening. Shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. But, um... What is it? When I was looking up type for, like, for, you know, articles for today, mm-hmm. I would... I kid you not that like eighty percent of it was Starfield. Yep. Like Starfield this, Starfield that, Starfield this, Starfield that. And we're just like, okay, I know there was some other news this week. <laughs> you know? Nah. Oh, Switch Two week. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel? They said that it's comparable. Apparently, they showed it at Gamescom, and it's like the graphics are is on PS Five, uh, Xbox Series X levels. I don't know to believe that or not. I mean, <clears throat> that was a uh, that was a big complaint about the Switch is that even when the Switch came out, like it wasn't keeping up with the PS4 or the Xbox One, right? Mm-hmm. It was basically like the last gen console. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised that there hasn't been like another Nintendo Direct though. Mm-hmm. There should be one before the end of the year, but. Yeah. What year did the Switch come out? 2017. Yeah. So it's been quite a while then. It's been six years. Yeah. Which is about the life cycle of a console, typically Mm. speaking. Yeah. Now, Nintendo kind of does their own thing, so you never know, but... Yeah. But the thing is, though, would it be... I heard that Nintendo doesn't do, like, like an entire Switch... Two type thing they would make maybe like a Switch Pro or something like that. Well, the Switch Pro has been a rumor that's been going around for a long time, but I don't, know, I don't really see it. I don't know when someone's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna wait for the Switch Pro." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and it's still not here, guys. Grab the fucking console. Yep. But I don't understand why people buy games to play one game. I'm like, motherfucker. Hey, like they're them. called system sellers, okay? <laughs> yeah, they're literally called system sellers. Like, if there's a game that you want to play bad enough that you will buy a fucking fresh-ass console just for that game, it's called a system seller. It is called God of War. It's called God of War. And uh, for some, Starfield, you know, that's an Xbox system seller. 
you know? Or a Game Pass system seller, I guess. Yeah. You're going to be playing the game. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, sea of Star Cells are like 250,000 uh, copies. And that's without physical media, which is kind of wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is scheduled to come out later next year. Or next year at some point. Um, people are, have been digging this game. Wait, what? Beats. Beats first year targets. Oh, wow. They were even targeted to beat this much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, this game is getting called Chrono Trigger 2. Well, that's what it's getting called, right? Because that's what people are relating it to, is Chrono Trigger. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, you know, it's, it's clearly its own game. Yeah, clearly. I, I like I played a little bit of it some more. It's good. Yeah, and I mean, like I say, if it's getting compared to Chrono Trigger, I think that's a good thing. You know, yeah. That's a good sign for me. Yeah. Did you play Chrono Trigger? Yeah, I did. I played Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger. Is it good? Yeah, I think so. Uh it's it's like a Final Fantasy basically, um, but it's all like, you know, time travel shenanigans. Is it? Yeah, that's cool. But apparently, uh, the completionist said like you just need to complete the game because there's so much in it. I'm just like yeah, because like uh, apparently it's a game that just keeps giving. Okay. Yeah. Like you think you actually have the ending, but you really have like a true ending, that kind of stuff. The fact that this. This game was actually in development when you joined the podcast, bro. <laughs> so, because I told Jason he should check it out. And now that the game's out and it's doing so well, it's kind of full circle. <laughs> here uh, we go again. Here we go again. Like, yeah, you should check this game out. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see. Uh, Mortal Kombat fans, the, the leak, that roster leak is wild. I... I think Johnny, I think Johnny Cage is going to be a menace in the new Mortal Kombat game. Yeah, probably. From, from what I've seen. Um, let's see. The primary roster: Kung Lao, Liu Kang, Raiden, General Shao, Sandel, Reptiles, Havoc, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Smoke, Rain, Kenshi. Kenshi's a, a lot of people's favorite. Johnny Cage, Katana, Melina, Lemay, Baraka, Tanya. Raiko and Shang Tsung if you pre-order him. I was told just about grabbing this for PC. They said you might want to grab this for for um, PlayStation because their online servers are not the greatest. Really? Yeah. Nether Realms uh, uh, servers aren't the greatest when it comes to mm-hmm. PC. So do they, well I guess that they use a different service or something for PlayStation then? Yeah, probably so. Uh, the connection, but a lot of people play on PC or PlayStation when it comes to Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. It's because like their connection, their connections better. Capcom, Capcom servers. That's probably why. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. We're about a week away. Um, people say like uh, Mortal Kombat's better than Street Fighter, but I think what the problem is is that people get caught up in the strings. Uh, the combos that you can do mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat 
than make people say, say that Mortal Kombat's better than Street Fighter. And when it's not really that. Because the combos are more complex? Uh, like, yeah, because Street Fighter's combos are more complex, but Mortal Kombat's are easier. And that's like, well, if I pull this combo off, then, and then I should win. Like, it's not about that. It's about the footsies and, like, you know, the in-betweens and the build-up to be able to do those certain stuff. Yeah, you gotta play footsie, you know? Yeah, some people don't play footsies. Mm-hmm. Or some people like just punching, like just push buttons constantly. Mm-hmm. And they don't really train. And there's levels to this, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you gotta train. You gotta get good. Gotta get good. I'm not good at all, but, you know. I don't want to get a stick either. That's the, my problem. Like an arcade stick. Oh, okay, yeah. They, like everyone's like, well, wouldn't an arcade stick be better? Like, not necessarily because we play with a normal thing, mm-hmm. but the learning curve for the arcade stick is still the same because okay. you haven't been playing with that thing at all. You've been playing with a normal controller all your life. Mm-hmm. And then some of the pros, they still play with pad. So why can't you play with pad? You know? I mean, there's nothing wrong with playing with gamepad, I don't think. No, there's nothing wrong. But I'm saying, like, some people just play, like, stick or, like, there's been some my good friend Alex, he's like, yeah, you should play stick. And I was just like, I thought about it, but it's just like, I don't want to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I can try to get good with the pad, like, with pads, I'm going to continue to try. And there's nothing wrong with it. Uh-uh-uh. No, a lot of, we got, like, a, it's a exciting time for the fighting game community, guys. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Team and T's get another game. Cowabunga. The movie was good. Yeah, it's, uh, Team and T Mutant Mayhem getting its own video game. So that that's like the uh, the Joe Rogan produced uh, Seth Rogan or Seth Rogan rather not Joe Rogan no. <laughs> Rogan Rogan one of the Rogans I don't know yeah, not really uh, but yeah so it's getting its own uh, video game based off of that particular flavor of TMNT and you, you know what I'm here for it I'm here for more TMNT how do you think you'll watch the movie you know I'd like to uh, I'll probably watch it when it comes out on streaming somewhere yeah. I should be getting a copy of what's the name of it? Uh, Across the Spider Verse today. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I still need to watch that too. Yeah, <laughs> probably hook you up. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many movies I just missed out on this summer. Like I plan on going to see them, and then things fell through, and I just never went and got to see them. Yeah, like I said, I should have it later today, so I'll hook you up. Yeah, that's that's my movie, man. Mm-hmm. I think I it's a toss up between that. John Wick and Equalizer 3 for my movie that you're right now. Just good good stuff to it. Uh, this is for us. Cup, no- cup, of, cup, cup noodles energy drink. <laughs> cup noodles energy drink, huh? What kind of bullshit is this, Toad? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta get your nudes on. And an energy drink? It's in nudes, man. Caffeinated, gamer-friendly version of its famous noodles. You're here for it. You're here for it, aren't you? I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, you, I'm not gonna try it, but I mean, I'd try it. Like, fuck. How much is it for a cup? 
I don't fucking know. I mean, it's in Japan, so we'd have to get imported. So. But I mean, I'd fuck with them. Yeah, I, I would try it. <laughs> I've imported some shit from Japan before, man. It's cool. I actually have something coming from the UK. The UK. It should be here in a couple days, actually. <laughs> yeah, so it, currently it's available. The gaming cup noodle is available for 280 yen. If you buy the black pepper flavor, it's... Uh, and then, it, oh, if it, the, the black pepper flavor is 280 yen. And the curry flavor is 298 yen. Uh, so, $1.89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. So we get a pack of that, so maybe about fifteen bucks plus shipping. <laughs> Probably like. 30. Yeah, I mean, well, so cup noodle is available in the U.S. So I don't know if the gaming variety will be available here in the U.S., but if it is, I will try some. <laughs> not that I think it'll be very good, but I will try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reaction thing. Just, just for the whole, you know, I gotta, you gotta try it. Just, well, you gotta try something you want, right? Yeah. You only live once. Yellow, that's a mile. Man, you know. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. Pokemon Go Day, uh, Go Community Day is coming up. Um, I just want to throw that in there for people that are big fans of Pokemon Go. Still. Mm-hmm. So, Pokemon Go upcoming Community Day, Day dates are September 2nd. Uh, well, that already passed. Uh, <laughs> but September 23rd is the next Community Day, it looks like. And that Pokemon will be featured is the Grubbin. Yeah, so... I can't... Uh, apparently, there will also be Community Days on October 15th, November 5th, and November 25th. So, Community Day is just like you go to your local parks or something mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you're at it doesn't like Chicago or anything like that yeah get out about cool 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 I'm gonna ask one of my friends if she wants to do community day hell yeah cool 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 love okay. to see it out here in the community yep Miyazaki isn't retiring after all you know he's not he's retired like 17 times and he keeps coming back to do one more movie does he really do that every yeah time? that's what he did this time that motherfucker's been retired for like five years and he's like, I'm making another movie because I had an idea for a movie. I hear that this new movie, though, is pretty good, though. They're all good. That's why people keep watching them. Yeah, but this one's really good, though, still. It's me as I Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's just going to keep working on new films until he croaks. And then we'll watch them. We'll keep watching them. I know I will. I can't wait to see them. Texas taking my nieces to go see uh, Howl's Moving Castle at the end of this month. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. They, Is it playing in theater somewhere? Yeah, it's playing theaters here. Oh, cool, cool. They've never seen it, so. They're like, they're like, they looked at their mom and said, like, make sure I'm good so I go to the movie with Perry. <laughs> What, they can't be in charge of their own schedule? What? Your nieces. What do you mean? Make sure that they're good? Yeah, yeah. Their behavior? Yeah. I don't know. They are 15. <laughs> <laughs> they both are. So, it's like, make sure I'm, I'm behaved that way. I can get to go see this movie. 
<laughs> it's wild. I love them though. Crazy oh. kids. <laughs> uh, let's see. One Piece season two. Uh, uh, scripts already written, ready to go. Could be ready to go after the structure over. There you go. Well, I yeah, I mean, I don't think Netflix can order anything right now because of the strikes and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming that the scripts were done basically concurrently with the uh, yeah current season of it. So, but still though, it's like, well, it's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as soon as the, as soon as Netflix wants to pay writers a fair wage, it's ready to go. <laughs> well, thing is though, I don't even think this series has been green greenlit then. No, yeah the the season two has not been greenlit yet. You think it will? I think so. I think well, once all the you know, funny business is over with, right? Yeah, I'd hope so because it's like everyone's like so like you think it'll last long like the One Piece show because either a they're gonna run out of money or b like yeah they're probably run out of money. I listen. I don't know what numbers it's pulling. You know, uh, but I have heard people say nothing but good things about it. Good me. <laughs> well, One Piece fans are, are rabid for it, you know, of course. Uh, but I, I, you know, I've talked to people who aren't One Piece fans, uh, who didn't like the anime, and still watched the show and loved every minute of it. Mm. So, so I, I think it. I think it has a, a, a even more broad appeal than the actual original like anime or manga does, uh, which is saying something. And I, I feel like it has staying power. Yeah. Um, but uh, one thing we could do is monitor how many weeks it's in like the top 10 uh, movies or TV shows on Netflix. Yeah. Because uh, that isn't like a direct indicator of how it's doing, but it's a clue. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, even though it's it beat out Wednesday like in its first weekend, it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's doing well. But what's funny is... Uh, there's a thing as like Tommy Lee Jones it's like the men in black thing and it says like you ask if it's worth to start one piece after you watch the live action like is it worth watching a thousand episodes of one piece after you you know after you watched the live action and it's Will Smith's like is it worth it he said of course as he turns around and Tommy Lee Jones says like if you're strong enough <laughs> if you're strong enough <laughs> Ain't that the truth, <laughs> man? Stone's <Yeah. laughs> so like, if you're strong enough, <laughs> you're you're able and willing. <laughs> I am able and willing, but then again, I am made of rubber, like you said. So I'm built different. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I, we got a few other topics here. Oh, Microsoft announces Xbox Digital Broadcast for Tokyo Game Show. When is the Tokyo Game Show? It's coming up soon, right? Or is that next month? Game Show 2023. Oh, September 21st. Shit, that's coming up quick. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm already in September 9th. Damn, November, uh, September 11th is like two days away. Nope. Holy sheesh. You know, I'm surprised we haven't turned that into a holiday. 
like uh, September 11th Memorial Day or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's too soon. 20 plus years is too soon. I don't know. Maybe like... Maybe like 25 years. Okay, cool. I was just curious. That's all. Okay, Tokyo Game Show is coming up. Yeah. That's going to be cool that they have a digital event there. Because they're trying to touch that side of the world as well, too. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, the last article we have on here, before we wrap. Um, one of the studios doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> How was that news? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and whatever the last one is. I don't know anyone. What's the last one that they said here? And DC. And DC are underused Under- properties. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and DC are underused properties? Underused properties. <laughs> how? Well, DC and Harry Potter—that's that's crazy. Lord of the Rings, I a little bit, a little bit. We could use another Lord of the Rings movie, I think. We have the show. We get the show. We, <laughs> use, we did get the Hobbit movies, yeah. somewhat recently, you know. Yeah, so I'm just like underused. How? Yeah, I, I think you could do more with Lord of the Rings, but I think also that Lord of the Rings fans fucking hate Lord of the Rings, so. Lord of Rings fans, I don't know. I don't know who's worse, Lord of Rings fans or Star Wars fans. Definitely Lord <laughs> of the Rings fans. Really? Yeah, I think so. Why? I'm curious. That's all. Uh, because the so like a Lord of the Rings fan is somebody who like eats, lives, shits, and breathes fucking Lord of the Rings. And they, they will have read the Cimmerillion back, you know, cover to cover. Uh, the Cimmerillion is basically a fucking history textbook of the world. Yep. And it's just like, you, you can't tell them nothing. You can't have a conversation because they're like, well, you see, in the 17th century, after this event happened, this is... Da, 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 da. And I'm like, listen, dude, I don't fucking care. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll say that, um, you know, Star Wars fans are, are not the greatest by any means. But I will say they're probably a little better than Lord of the Rings fans, well, I think. I think the whole problem with the whole thing... Why <laughs> Fred? He's always trying to ask him. He's like, I never did understand that about Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> this is fantasy. You have a fucking talking silver dragon. Mm-hmm. Why can't you have a black elf? Exactly, but we're upset about the black elf. Yep. We got talking trees, but you're upset about the black elf. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but does it make sense for Token's world? Why the fuck doesn't it? Just because you always imagine them as white, who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, man. <laughs> uh, people, people are weird. It's I I don't get it at all, man. Oh man, sheesh! Your world can be anything you want it to be, as long as it's racist. <laughs> I'm not, and that's the thing, though. Token wasn't a racist; he was Catholic. Well, I mean, you know, I think I think everybody at that time was a little racist. 
but you know that's what happens you know socially we move forward so yeah but it's like you're protecting the text I hate when people say shit like that honestly uh yeah well I would just point them to the scene where uh he uh Luke Skywalker says the sacred texts and then Yoda just fucking burns them <laughs> oh the last Jedi <laughs> yeah yeah like, um, the one thing Ryan Johnson got to write for you. <laughs> yeah, the, the one thing. I'm like, yes, that. Because <laughs> it's like, who fucking cares? Make new shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I was excited for uh, the, the new trilogy of uh, Star Wars. And I liked um, Episode 7. You know, I thought it was like, okay, well, man, it's a little, it's just okay, I guess. But I thought it was a good way to start. At least, and you have to start somewhere. Yeah, because it kind of was a shot for shot remake of a New Hope. Yeah, like, uh, but then I'm like, okay, well, all this, you know, it this is a fine way to get people back into the series. Uh, you know, introduce a new set of children to Star Wars, which that is their target audience is children. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, let's go from there, and then. You know, episode eight was just a fucking mess. <laughs> I love episode eight. It's my favorite one of the three. I, and I think episode nine did the best it could with what hand it was dealt. But the problem is episode eight. That's the problem with the new trilogy is that that movie. Because <laughs> for some reason, there's a heist in the middle of my high speed car chase movie. Why would I have a high speed car chase movie? Why is yeah. that even a thing? Because basically what the movie is. Yeah. I don't know. I've, yeah, whatever. Fuck. That's a bad movie. Kathleen Kennedy approved of it, though. So well, She doesn't have any taste. I mean, she's in charge of it. Doesn't have any taste. <laughs> no, the thing is, though, is the fact that J- I wish J.J. Abrams didn't try to retcon half the shit. Mm-hmm. I wish he would just continue to do it. But if the plan was to bring Palpatine back the entire time, eh, it's been like that. I think that kind of was the plan the entire time. Um, because Palpatine is kind of like intrinsically tied into the Skywalker lore. Um, and it that's it's like mostly it's stuff that's from like the expanded universe. You know, like mm-hmm. from the novels. Mm-hmm. Where they basically just said, anybody that wants to write Star Wars fanfics... You get an official, like, canon Star Wars book now, basically. Yeah. Um, so you, you had a lot of really cool fucking books and lore getting made at that time. Um, but essentially, the uh, the lore is that um, Palpatine actually influenced Anakin's birth. Uh, because, I don't know if you know much about the lore of Star Wars or anything, but Anakin Skywalker, i.e. Darth Vader, spoiler alert, I guess. Um. <laughs> so, no, funny story is that my my aunt, we were just talking about this at lunch. Mm-hmm. She watched from one, two, three on. She watched it that way. Oh, okay. So she didn't watch like four, five, six. Four, five, six, the way that we did. Yeah, yeah. And she said, Anakin, no! Like, why? I'm like, we all kind of looked at her thinking, did you not watch the other movies? You know? She's like, no, watch these first. I'm like, that's where you fucked up. You know? Where you done fucked up. (laughs) Like, 
She's like, I'm devastated. Like, none of us are, though. Yeah. Well, so, so, Anakin is, you know, virgin birth, right? Bunch of bullshit. Craziness, right? Whatever. Born of the Force or whatever, right? What the fuck ever, dude? Well, like, the deep lore is that Palpatine influenced the Force to make that happen. Whatever, man. To, To create, like, the ultimate Force wielder as his next, uh next in line or whatever right and then the events of the movies happen (laughs) yeah but seriously though I can't believe my life really gets devastated over Anakin like I guess because we watched the other ones first the way they were meant to be watched Mm -hmm. and like when on Tuesday my friend he put on Attack of the Clones and uh, there's a part in that movie like where I had to like pay attention like really pay attention yeah because I just get confused every time I watch that damn movie and it's the part where uh, Obi-Wan goes to see the clones Mm -hmm. and he reports back to like Mace Windu and Yoda okay and I'm just like it really intrigues me because they're like like we've been cut off by the force I'm like how the fuck does the Force have to do with anything like this, you know? How has your vision been blurred? Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, the temple is was built on, like, the Sith Temple or some shit like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, oh, okay. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like the dark side of the Force interferes with the Jedi's ability to use the Force, basically. So, mm-hmm. uh, because they channel the light side of the but seeing how it was built on the temple, yeah, it then they it's blurry. It's been blurry for a while then. Yeah, well, those, those temples are usually built on like force wells, basically. Yeah. So like areas where the force like can you know congeals, I guess. But the thing is, though, you mean tell me that Yoda can even sense it though? One of the best users of all time couldn't see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It's just questions, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, the thing is that um, Palpatine, i.e. Darsidious, um, is he's actually not all that powerful, like of a force wielder or like of a fighter, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Where he excels is deception. That That's his big thing is deception uh being able to hide his presence being able to uh, make it look like he's just some normal dude basically you know mm-hmm. um yeah and he i mean he uses the force to do all that stuff so hmm. okay Darcy. yes what the well Palpatine's his real name but yeah Sidious is his Sith name it's a Sith name Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Palpatine is his slave name. I really hope... <laughs> I really, really hope... Like, I can just talk to you because no one's going to listen to this. She's not going to listen to this. really hope that my apprentice goes Jedi. Yup. That'd be so awesome. See, now now you get to tell your... You know, you get, you got to tell everybody, like, hey, go listen to my podcast, and then she'll come and listen to it. Nope. Great. Nope. I can't... I had no influence over it. 
but it's really wild to see my see my color change to red every time though <laughs> but you know Perry uh, you do have influence because this is a word of influence oh gosh there it is <laughs> is that the name of the show <laughs> that's the name of the show oh, let's get the fuck out of here oh, row Todd row um uh let's see by the way, the Pat McAfee show is now on uh, ESPN, and it follows first take. Probably some of the best shit I've ever watched in the mm. last two days, because, like, um, not to sound crazy, but there's no commercials in the show. Really? On, on live TV. Like, no commercials. I was like, what the fuck? This is awesome. That and sounds pretty he said, "Like, oh, well, we just been, we have we've been at commercial for like three minutes, but we just been talking to these people. Really? <laughs> I've just watched everything, you know. They don't interrupt it. Anyways, game. Uh, recommend the game, brother. Go play Starfield. Starfield. Play Starfield. Yeah, I'm going to show you. Go play Starfield, though, for real. Yeah, I'm not even playing it yet, but go play Starfield. Show of the week." Watch Ahsoka. Again? Yeah. Good episode this week? Watch Ahsoka. It's good stuff. Is Ahsoka coming on Wednesdays or Tuesdays? I don't know. But it's it's available on the weekends when I want to watch it. So. <laughs> it's supposed to come out on Tuesdays, but anytime I pop up on Tuesdays, it never shows up. I don't know. I don't really keep up with the release schedule. I just kind of look, and if it's there, I watch it. Asshole. <laughs> what the... I haven't really been watching anything. It's been nothing but college football. Go watch One Piece. Still, yeah, yeah, it's a great show, and it's it's my favorite show right now. So, yeah, there you go. Got two episodes left. Well, with that being said, guys, we're gonna get the hell out of here. We'll see you next week. That's right. Uh, Bye.